Well, Christmas is such a special time, and it's wonderful to sing about the meaning of Christmas. These old carols that we are familiar with, many of us probably very familiar with them, contain uh, much meaning. And it's our desire as we sing these things tonight, these wonderful songs, as we gather tonight, to just to take time to, to focus on the heart of Christmas. Christmas time can be very busy. I, I don't know if anybody here uh, was doing last-minute shopping today. Um, I, for one, was, and it was crazy. And what can happen is that Christmas time, we can get so busy, we can um, miss, miss the heart, miss the heart of Christmas. And it really, without the heart of Christmas, without the, the real meaning that's there, it, it can just be a busy but empty time. So it's really important for us, I think, to gather together to worship, to, to sing these songs, and to remember really what it's about. Uh, I think when we get a hold of that heart, uh, it brings the, the joy that we sing about to our Christmases. So I'm just going to take a little bit of time right now to, to read from God's Word in Luke chapter 2 and revisit this Christmas story. And I believe that God would have for us from His Word, from Luke 2, uh, great joy. Great joy that would touch our lives tonight. Great joy that would fill our hearts. Great joy that would overflow from our hearts as well to others tonight and tomorrow and in this Christmas season. So we will be looking at Luke chapter 2, but let me pray and ask that God would come and speak to us through his word and grant us such joy. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have preserved this most wonderful story in your word. This wonderful story so that we could read and learn of it and also that we could experience all the truth that flows from it, all the blessings that you intend. So we ask you, God, as we look at your word tonight, would you grant us power to hear and to understand and to know joy, to know the truth and to be affected by your truth and to know the joy that flows from that, we pray. Amen. Amen. We will be projecting the verses. If you don't have a Bible, you can follow along. If you have your Bible, you can turn to Luke 2, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Luke 2, verses 8 through 20, a familiar story, I believe, for many of us, but nevertheless, a wonderful story. And it says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered 
what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Luke chapter 1, chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. It's quite a, a scene. It's a story perhaps we're familiar with, and we can miss out uh, just through familiarity with just the wonder, just the, the uh, actually even perhaps some of the humor that might be in this story. The, the scene here is the hills around Bethlehem, and, and there are shepherds out in their fields. Shepherding was a common job in that day, and so to be a shepherd was kind of to have an average Joe, normal Joe-type job, and these guys are out in the field, and they're doing their shepherding thing. They would often gather together in, in the night uh, to, around a fire just to keep company, to keep warm. And, and you can kind of picture the scene there as Joe Shepherd and his buddies are gathered around the fire and maybe telling their, their latest uh, joke, you know, how many Romans does it take to untie a sandal or something like that. And all of a sudden, uh, in the midst of that, this angel shows up, this mighty angel. And the glory of the Lord, the, the brightness, probably light and, and a sense of, of the presence of God, sh- it shines around them. It's, a, it's a, an amazing scene, and, and they are, they are f- actually fearful. In Scripture, most of the times when angels show up, people are not like, oh, look at the cute little angel and the cherub with little wings and the harp. That's not what goes on. These are mighty angels. They're, they're big, and there's glory, and they, they are fearful. And the angel, like often happens in Scripture, says, fear not, fear not. And their fear is replaced, I believe, with another emotion as the angel announces to them why he's there, what's going on. He says, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. So he is pronouncing this good news for them, this, this good news of a great joy. There's something that has gone on that that the angel is bringing to these shepherds. He wants them to know good news of great joy. And then he says, for unto us uh, is born in the city of David a Savior. Unto the shepherds, unto you is born in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And then the the angel talks about the sign that there'd be this baby, baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, the normal attire for a baby, actually, but placed in a manger, in a feeding trough down in Bethlehem. And, and then the scene explodes because after he says that, a whole army of angels show up on the scene. An army, the hosts of heaven show up, and they are there as well. It says, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God. And when it says heavenly hosts, uh, that's a word that's used for, for the armies of God, for the angels of God. And, and what's the, what it's alluding to is these are the angels that show up at this moment that are the angels that are around the throne of God. And right now, as we're here gathered, there's an, an eternal worship service going on in the presence of God. God is there in his glory, and all that his glory means is his holiness, his wisdom, his justice, his power, his great love. He's there in his glory, and there are, are, are countless heavenly beings around the throne room, and they are just enjoying God. They are worshiping God. They are singing his praises. They are lifting him up, uh, and, and that's what they're, they're doing, and they do it, I believe, because they want to. 
They see the glory of God. They see his glory up close. Those are the folks that, that show up to these shepherds. Now, remember, this is normal Joes out in the countryside. And, and the most important angels, I guess we could call them, they show up and they start, they start worshiping God together, saying, glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest place. Glory to God in that throne room. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. They're, they are worshiping God and they're announcing this amazing thing. Glory to God in the highest, in the throne room, and, and on earth, peace to his people. It's, it's an amazing proclamation. It's an amazing experience, I'm sure, for the shepherds. And why is it in the Bible? Why is this recorded? Why is this here for us? It's here for us because... God wants us to know heaven's joy about Christmas. God wants us to, to know and to understand just how amazing this event, the birth of Jesus, the birth of God in the flesh, God as a man, how amazing it, it is. And, and God wants us to know heaven's joy. He wants us to know and understand the things that the angels do. He wants us to be affected really in the same way that they are. That's why it's here in the Bible. And that's what God wants for your Christmas, for your Christmas Eve, your Christmas Day, your Christmas season, really for all of life, to know the wonder, the joy that's here. This is an amazing, an amazing experience. I, I, I um, think of, like I often do, uh, a football illustration. I, I uh, sometimes maybe use them too much, but but I don't know uh, if you've ever been to Gillette Stadium. Anyone here been to Gillette Stadium? Wonderful. Next time you go, take me, because I've never been. Uh, but I have been in stadiums, and I have, have been there uh, and, and actually been on the field when I was younger and, and heard the roar of the crowd. Uh, have you ever been there, and you hear the roar of the crowd when there's a great play? And, and, and there's, a, um, there's just a sense of, of just wonder when you're there that you just kind of get caught up in, in this celebration. It sounds on the field like, like a giant jet engine. It's just loud, and there's this roar. And, and so can you imagine, can you imagine, I guess, in a sense, that the, the experience here for the shepherds, I think, is like that. It's akin to that. Except that the stadium's not lined just with fans. The stadium is lined with the heavenly host, the most important angels. And they are, they are cheering and celebrating the most fantastic event in history up to this point. That's the picture here. And that's what we're invited into at Christmas. Well, there is reason for their joy. And the angels talk about that here. They talk about the reason for the joy. The, the angel, the, the, the first angel says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. And, and you know what? Actually, nowhere else in Scripture are those three words put together in the same sentence. Savior, Christ, and Lord. They're all put together right there in that sentence. And, and, and what the angel is saying, actually he's saying a whole lot about what's going on. This, this is the content. This is the reason for the joy of the angels. First, this baby is a Savior. A Savior is someone who rescues us from something, right? A, it's someone who rescues us from some peril. And, and Jesus comes as a Savior to rescue us from 
peril. And, and there's a lot to that. There's a lot of peril that we see in our world that Jesus does come to address. Things like injustice, social inequity, oppression, poverty, disease, famine. All these things, yes, indeed, he comes to save us from. But there's a greater peril, actually, than all those things. There's a greater peril that really is ultimately the cause of all those other things. The Bible calls this peril sin. And we don't like to talk about it. We don't like to face it, particularly when it's in our own hearts and someone else brings it to our attention. But it is a reality. There is this insane disposition in humanity to run away from God and define life on our own terms. There's this insane disposition to, instead of enjoying and pursuing the most glorious thing there is in the whole universe, God himself, from whom all good things come, we want to run away from that and find something else to replace God. Essentially what sin is. It's turning from God to our own way and inventing false gods. And that is perilous because it destroys life, it destroys our lives, and ultimately it brings, it brings death. It brings spiritual death. It brings separation from God. And that is the greatest peril that we would ever face. Jesus comes to rescue us. He comes as a Savior to rescue us from our sin to bring us to God. He comes as God in the flesh, a humble baby who grows up. A humble baby who grows up and becomes a man. A man who obeys God in all things. A man who loves his neighbor truly as himself. A man who fulfills all the good commandments that God gave mankind in his goodness. He fulfills all that. He, he satisfies the Lord in every way and then does something just amazing. He offers up that perfect life in our place on the cross. He offers up that perfect life for you and for me. He offers up that perfect life to pay the penalty for our sin, the, the death that we deserve. He dies on the cross bearing our sins. And God's justice is poured out on Jesus perfectly and completely so that all who would come to him and receive this most important Christmas gift, all who would say, I don't want sin, I want God, I need help, Lord, rescue me from my sin, all who place their faith in Christ would receive complete forgiveness. But even more than that, he came he, in his righteous, perfect life, he earned heaven. He earned, he earned all the rewards that God promises for such who live in such a way. And he, as we trust in him, as we're united with him through faith, there's this incredible exchange. Our sin gets taken away by him. He takes our sin away. We receive his inheritance. We receive forgiveness and love and the eternal kingdom. He comes as a savior. The angels celebrate that. He comes as Christ. And Christ is a word that means anointed, and it, it's the word used for kings. He comes as a king. A king uh, in those days was someone who was anointed to be king. He, come as, he comes as a king. He comes to rule. He comes as a leader and a champion. He comes to bring his kingdom. He comes to rescue us from the darkness and the peril fully. He comes to renew the whole earth. And his first coming, his first advent, we call it, has occurred already. He's already lived the perfect life and died the death and he was raised on the third day. The Father raised him from the dead, satisfied with all that he had done. And then he ascended, and he's ruling and reigning and awaiting his return. And when he returns, he will finish it off. 
the kingdom will be complete. And he will reign as king over his kingdom. And for all of us who put our trust in this baby, become a man, died on the cross, raised from the dead, we will enjoy that kingdom. Don't we long for a kingdom? Aren't all the great stories that we read about, all the movies that are, many of the movies that are great movies, aren't they about a kingdom more or less? Hero stories, isn't, isn't that what we see? Isn't that what we long for? That longing is placed in our hearts, not by coincidence. It's because God has something better designed for us. And when he comes back the second time, when we look at those stories compared to the real thing, it'll be like looking at stick figure drawings compared to the Mona Lisa. We will see the, the wonder and experience the wonder of that eternal kingdom with the, the glorious king as our, as our ruler, as our savior. Finally, he is Lord as well. This word Lord was it, uh, reserved for the purpose of saying God. It was reserved for the name of God. Only God was called Lord. And so when it says Savior, Christ the Lord, it's saying he's a Savior. He rescues us from peril. He is Christ. He's this King. And he's Lord. He's God himself. He's not just a man. He's not just a great teacher. He's not just a special person. He's not an angel. He is God. He is the Lord. And, and if you read the scriptures, he leaves no room for any other conclusion. Either he is God or he's a liar. He is Lord. He comes as God in the flesh. And, and because he's God in the flesh, we know that everything that he came to accomplish, he has and will accomplish. He is, he is perfect. He is infinite in power. He is infinitely wise. He is God himself. And if he comes to rescue us as Savior, if he comes to be our king and our future king, as God, he will complete what he started. We have every reason for full confidence in Jesus. He is Savior. He is Christ. He is Lord. He is God. Those truths are great reason for joy particularly if you place your faith in this baby in the manger who grows and dies and rises again. Great joy, forgiveness, a king, a God who will accomplish everything that he has promised for us. This is a reason for great joy this Christmas. May God fill your hearts with the joy of heaven and may it flow out of your lives to others this Christmas. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the joy of heaven and what we see in Luke chapter 2. And we ask you, Lord, to help us to see what the angels see. Help us to know what the angels knew. Help us to be full of joy in you as Savior, as Christ, as Lord, and be lifted up in and through our lives, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. We have some other music to enjoy. I want to invite Hannah to come up and play the flute as long with the, um, the crew for O Holy Night. You can be coming up as well. And then shortly we will have our, dim our lights and enjoy uh, candlelight. And certainly leave it up to parents uh, 
light your candles with your children in a minute and after, after these guys lead us in song.
the band to come up. We're going to sing a couple carols together. And if you could stand with, with us as we sing What Child Is This and Joy to the World.
He rules the world. as we start to get to the point where we conclude our evening together. So enjoy this piece and then we will sing Silent Night together.
why don't we stand together one last time and we will sing Silent Night. Celebrate our Savior. wonderful worshiping this evening together and remembering the reason for the season, the heart of Christmas. We're so glad you came and we want to invite you to, uh, to remain and enjoy some refreshments as well. And if you don't have a home church, we would love for you to come and visit us and worship with us at any point. And if you have any questions, please ask one of our ushers uh, any way we can serve you. But now as we finish tonight, may the Lord bless you. May you experience the joy of heaven, the joy of heaven over Christ, our Savior, our Lord, and all that that means. May it fill your hearts. 
may it overflow to others this Christmas season. Lord bless you. Merry Christmas. You, you can blow out your candles, yes. Thank you.